Yo, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to session six of Brain Wars. We're here today to record a session um, entitled Flutaloo. And for its effective, um, for it to be effective, I need to say it the way it was presented. So, Flutaloo! Um, and as we are progressing through this particular session, um, keep that in mind. Keep in mind. So again, welcome to session six of Brain Wars. Brain Wars is a listening space where many can understand the battle of the mind. Um, we all face on a daily basis. Um, just for reference, this is not a platform to promote harm to self or others but it is a platform to be authentic about you know the encounters we we, um, face mentally so um, this one is going to be really um, vulnerable really um, transparent I don't think I've ever shared this um, with anyone Um, yeah so I'm going to start uh, by really, um, and this one may be, I'm trying to keep these between 15 to 30 minutes. So we may be maxing out at 30 minutes, depending on how soon or quickly I can get this out. But I've been carrying this particular brain war since, uh, middle school. And so I'm going to start with something that happened during my birthday week of this year. Um, so I was added to a Facebook group called the brothers of 1994. And, um, in this particular group are all of the guys who I was connected to, or they are my crab brothers from, um, college. Um, for those of you who do not know, I marched one year. Um, in Southern University Human Jukebox um, and that was 1994 and um, that was probably one of the most um, exciting um, but challenging years of my life I enjoyed my first year of college um, I, and I really enjoyed being in the band um, but it came with its challenges of course um I was leaving high school and basically at that time I was coming out as gay Mario. And so connecting with um, Crab Brothers was really, really um, challenging. I did connect with a few, um, not many, but these particular ones in this group, um, my uh, crap brother and sweet mate added me to the group and he says happy birthday to Mario blah 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 and about two others coming to happy birthday and so a few days passed um, then one of the brothers posted who the heck is Mario basically he posted like I don't know who this is wait who is that and so my crab name in 
college or uh, my doing my freshman year of college and the band was eBay eBay that's how I remember it <laughs> sound effects are wonderful um, and they began to just you know laugh and joke about who am I as if I wasn't there and you know talking about this particular guy as if I wasn't even in the group um, and it wasn't necessarily bad uh but it was triggering um if you will and it was triggering because it became the joke of the group like who is this oh that's that guy uh blah 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 and so um and it turned out to be okay after about um two or three days but i had to sit through moments of them um basically sorting out and figuring out who I was uh, making jokes and things like that and I knew that no one wanted to say the obvious I almost put it in there myself hey this was the gay guy back then um, I knew no one wanted to state the obvious um, how to explain who I was so um, one of the things that makes it challenging is um I totally failed, I think, at um, being a member of Southern University Human Jukebox. I've never shared this story with anyone, but during my time there, um, when I initially got there, I met um, another person who introduced me to a swarm of people in the gay community and um, I still have a best friend that I met from him and we are still close today um, and love him dearly shout out to Kermit if you're listening um, but I think I got caught up in that lifestyle in that environment in that world and lost focus of why I was at Southern University and so one of the things we would have are, are you know like playing tests and things like that and so one my saxophone that I was playing at the time tenor saxophone was faulty um, it was I had to take a saxophone that was basically given to me by the high school that wasn't really working properly um, and I kept that I was able to keep that saxophone and take it throughout college and so it never worked properly um, the second piece is I never really studied um, and practiced enough um, and so doing a lot of the playing tests in college um, the band director would call on me um, to play a portion of a song um, so I memorized pieces of all of the the songs that we had to learn were which was a lot um and at the point where my saxophone would get stuck or whatever i would just get frustrated and give up and so doing uh band practice in front of all of the band the whole entire band the director calls on me to play this part of a song and i completely blew it not one time not two time but every time um and so 
which in my eyes was a hu huge failure. Um, I did talk to the directors um, at some point about my instrument and they were like, why are you just now saying something? It was probably mid-semester. We had gotten through most of the football season <laughs> and um, they basically, you know, said I should have said something earlier. Um, but I was too busy, you know, living my life, partying, things like that. So I really didn't take it serious. So as I'm talking, my brain war is um, sharing ownership and responsibility of an opportunity of a lifetime. So one of the things that the band directors and a lot of the upperclassmen would always joke about was being zipped or cut you know if you weren't cut out to be you know the uh mem cut out to be the member of the human jukebox and so um unfortunately during that summer i got a letter in the mail at home um after the first semester of college saying that i had been cut from the southern university marching band I ran, I had company at the house, I think, and my mom was like, what does the letter say? And so I ran to the bathroom and locked the door because I already knew what it was going to say. And reading the letter was like, oh, wow, I'm being like kicked out of a, <laughs> felt like I'd be kicked out of an organization or something. It was just very uh, interesting um, to say the least. And the emotions were very, very wild. And um, so I immediately tore the letter up and threw it in the trash. And um, my mom said, what did you say? And I was too embarrassed to say I had got kicked out of the band. So I said, well, they want me to come back, but I don't think I want to march next, next season. I think I just want to go to school and not be a part of the band. And I ended up doing that. I ended up completing, I think, maybe two or three more semesters at Southern University and then where I then parted my way out um, and then later graduated with my bachelor's and master's degree here in Indiana. Um, a part of the brain war and you understand the title of this um, as I dive into that, you understand the title of this session as I dive into this portion. I was never really comfortable with playing the tenor saxophone. So the first instrument that I chose to play uh, in the fifth grade, I, I start. I wanted to do drums, but uh, because I played drums as a, as a kid, you know, I had a drum set. I would sit on the back porch and bang on drums and my neighbors used to like, like, be like, oh, Mario on them drums again. And they would joke about it. Um, but I had a love for drums and I can't remember why or how I ended up choosing the flute. Well, in today's time, 2023, um, it's not, um, as, um, it's not much of an issue as it was back in the early nineties. So, I was the only male in middle school 
who would sit on the front row of the concert band. Um, and when you play the flute, you have to sit up straight and arch your back and your arms have to be out to the right. And I was the only one, the only male that, um, that is who played the flute. Um, middle school, you know, at concerts, I would hear jokes and laughter. Uh, look at that faggot playing the flute, blah, 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 blah. And so it didn't bother me as much because by that time, the faggot word was kind of like normal and I expected it. Um, and by the time I got to high school in the ninth grade, I was thrilled and excited about being in the marching band. Well, of course, I started out in the ninth grade with the flute and the, my entire freshman year of high school, all the way up from band camp through the end of that year, my name in the band was um so imagine you're walking down the hall of school and you know people in the band and others yell out and everybody laughs because flutaloo had become the new faggot sissy um and so it became very embarrassing very challenging to deal with the taunting and the jokes and all of that um and you know i i I look at you know i tell my kids today (laughs) somebody called them ugly they think it's bullying i'm like we've been through so much in school you have no idea um and you know as I'm older now, I wouldn't consider it bullying. It may be, it may have been. Um, but now I just consider it as just, you know, getting through life, <laughs> tough love, because life comes with challenges, which is the whole reason why we're doing this podcast called Brain Wars. So because of the taunting and because of everybody laughing and calling me Flutaloo, um, I went to my band director after my freshman year of college and say, I want to switch to drums. And he was like, well, you know, you haven't played drums. You, you didn't start out on drums. So to switch now would be a difficult switch. And he asked me why. And um, I said, well, I just I want to play a more masculine instrument. Um, and he just looked at me and smiled Um and the culture, you know, he was an African-American band director, so I believe he understood um, where I was coming from. And I I know he's heard them call me Flutaloo because I've seen him, like, laugh at the joke as well. So, um, and this was a band director who I kind of honored and held high esteem, but didn't even consider the fact that he laughed at the joke either until now while I'm doing this podcast. Interesting. Um, so he said, if you try the saxophone, it has the same, um, reading notes in the same fingering as the flute. So the, 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 the notes are the same, the F, the A flat, the, the B flat, the F sharp, all of those would be the same on the saxophone. And he said, 
if you choose the tenor saxophone, you know, the school would provide you with that instrument. And uh, so to cut down on the taunting and the jokes of I chose to switch over to the tenor saxophone. Uh, my sophomore year of high school went went much much better actually um, you know they would still call me Flutaloo every now and then uh, but it wasn't as harsh because I was playing the tenor saxophone um, and I didn't struggle as much in high school with the tenor saxophone but I was pretty good playing the flute and um, pretty fluent um, so after I want to say my freshman year of high school that particular band director retired and I was really depending on him to show me the way um, with the tenor saxophone so I had to really learn on my own and really begin to it felt like I had started all over again while the fingering was the same and the notes um, reading the notes were the same it felt like I had to start all over because it was a different instrument. And um, so everybody else was, was much, much more advanced from a saxophone perspective than I was. And so it left me behind. And so I guess you're probably wondering, well, Mario, what's your brain war about this subject matter? Um, I often wonder if I had not given in to those who were um, talking about me and taunting me about playing the flute if I had got to college and been like this star instrumentalist um, who could have spent four years um, marching in one of the greatest bands um, across the world and so my brain war is I'm always giving in because somebody doesn't like it or somebody is saying something negative about it or me just basically trying to please others. I was fortunate enough to be drum major in high school, my junior and senior year. And um, while those years were pretty pretty good um but i will say i wasn't the leader um that i believe the directors expected me to be um because i i was too um close to some of the band members in my mind in their minds I probably they probably was just trying to <laughs> um yeah I won't go there but in my mind I was close to some of the band members and so I felt like I had to please them and so instead of being that leader I think I became more of a problem um and I don't we all were very, very shocked at our new director because we were so close to um, Mr. Larry, um, the one who retired. And so we strongly disliked 
I knew the band director. And so we did everything we could to <laughs> make his life miserable. Um, and I think there, I, there, there again was a missed opportunity for me to be a leader and not go along with the crowd. And so I went along with the crowd to, um, laugh and joke at the band director to take the light off of me. Um, who wants to be called Flutaloo? Um, who wants to be and being drum major in high school in that particular high school at that time I was at Griffin High School it, it wasn't the band they have today we didn't you know we did the bus stop a little bit but we didn't really dance we were the um, contemporary band and so as drum major I directed the band I conducted the band like a orchestra you know directing it um, and so it was unheard of for uh, African-American or black male um, mind you not I'm a, I'm a, a, a heavy sized black male to be up in front of a band conducting um, the band and you know I had a very high head arch back posture if you see me walk today I still kind of have that posture um, and it, a part of it was confidence uh, but a part of it was I need to show confidence so I have to stand even taller. Um, and so it was unheard of for my type to be the drum major. And again, it was interesting to say. So this moment that I had the week of my birthday with my crab brothers in this Facebook group triggered me to go all the way back to when I was called Flutaloo in high school and wondered if I had not given in to people pleasing and allowing other people to dictate my path where I feel like the Lord was directing me to how would my experience in college had turned out in fact, one of my crab brothers played the piccolo. Another one of my crab brothers played the clarinet. And when I got to college, I was really, really shocked. Um, and so, those years in the band, what I loved to do became some of the most embarrassing years of my life. Um, I never really talked about this to anybody. Um, so brain wars has become that platform where I can just get some things out. Um, and hopefully this becomes a listening therapy for someone else. I will leave with you today. Um, don't allow what others say. To dictate your actions, your response, or even your decisions. If you have the opportunity to be whatever God has called you to be, an opportunity to be a leader, an opportunity to stand and um, be different, do not be afraid to do that. I made those mistakes along the way. 
Um, and sometimes I feel like I still do that as a leader. Um, but I also know the type of leader God has called me to be. So there's a great balancing in that. So I need to be able to have the standards of a leader, but not Lord over people and not stand on this pedestal and look down on people. That's not the type of leader I want to be. But my brain war today is I wonder what would have happened if I had not lived a life of people pleasing. That moment triggered so many things in me. Um, and it was almost a moment of regret and like even wondering where would I be if I had completed all of my years of college at Southern University um, and I have only a few relationships real relationships from Southern University shout out to Tanisha um that's my homegirl. We met at Southern University. Uh, we both live in Indiana and she's still my sister to this day. I love her and her husband dearly. Um, shout out to Kermit and Medina. Those are my road dogs always uh, from Southern University. And then others I talk to maybe on social media, which I'm not on really right now uh, because I want to shut that down. Um, so I'll have to look at some of the things that are out there and really keep my mind focused on what I'm called to do so this podcast is about 25 or so minutes now um, and I don't want to go more than 30 minutes Um, I may come back with a part two if you have questions about you know how I navigated through that and how I'm still navigating through that um, feel free to email brainwars that is B-R-A-I-N-W-A-R-R-S at gmail.com. It's with two R's. Um, I hope this was helpful to someone today. And I hope that um, this will help you navigate through people pleasing. It's one of the most detrimental um, things that we could experience but through a life of wanting to be accepted battling rejection all I ever wanted was someone to like me and to love me this has been session 6 of Brain Wars as always I like to end um, with prayer for someone who may be dealing with this issue um, and Again, I don't want to make this churchy, but I do believe in the power of prayer. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you and I praise you today for being able to overcome this nasty virus that I call people pleasing. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that I no longer have to hold on to those regrets of failing because I did not go the route you wanted me to go or the route that you had planned for me Um, trying to please people trying to uh, become who they thought I should be and so father even in this moment I say forgive me I repent Lord for being disobedient to you 
And I thank you for giving me this platform through a dream and through a vision and even how I even warred with creating it because I'm thinking who's going to like it, who's going to be mad, who's going to all these different emotions that I had to even go through to launch this podcast. So God, I thank you for someone today who may be healed and who may be set free from listening to this today, that we do not have to give in to people pleasing. Our goal is to please you. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for carrying me through those middle school years, my high school years and my college years to bring me to a point of where you have me today. I'm appreciative, God, that your grace is sufficient. Yes, Lord, your grace is sufficient and you restored and you given me more chances than ever to walk in my true identity and in the authority of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right. Again, this has been session six of Brain Wars. Until next time, I'll see you in the podcast.